In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome, all of you, virtually and in person. So good to see you. During this pandemic, I've had a lot of very weird dreams. Have you all had some weird dreams, too? I have one where I am about to take an exam in Chinese, but I've never taken Chinese. And I didn't know I was enrolled for an entire year. And I'm arguing with some administration person saying, but I never even took the class. You were enrolled and you have to take the exam. So I'm going into exam that I absolutely know nothing about and I'm terrified. When, I, when my boys were little, I had a dream that there was a mountain of laundry right in front of the altar, right there at the cathedral. And it was about two minutes before the worship was good to begin. And I had to clean all the laundry and get it sorted and put away before the worship service started. I've come to writing my dreams down. Sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night, if I write them down, I don't forget them. And later when I read them, as bizarre as they are, and as full of this colorful imagery that doesn't really seem to make sense, they actually do make sense. They tell me a lot. They tell me truths about what I'm feeling, what I'm experiencing, what I'm afraid of, about my relationship with other people and, and even with God. They may not be factual, but they're truthful. Many people don't know what to do with the book of Revelation. It's scary. It's confusing. Sometimes people use it as a sort of a rule book, trying to guess when the end of time will be, as if it's a factual history book. Revelation was a dream. It was a vision that John had on the island of Patmos. He was exiled, just like we're exiled during this pandemic. And he had a very weird dream. But a dream that told him a lot of truths about who we are as a human race and about who God is. Today we celebrate the feast of St. Michael and all the angels. When I was younger, before I became a priest, I wouldn't say I didn't believe in angels, but I guess I would say I just didn't think about them very much. I lived life according to what was physically in front of me. I guess I was a Newtonian. If I couldn't see it, 
it probably wasn't there. That's how I lived my life. But after I got ordained and starting serving in churches, I saw a lot of things that didn't make any sense on only the physical level. I would see prayer groups, discipleship groups, who adored each other, all of a sudden disagree over something political or an issue. And it was as if they put on glasses, dark glasses, and they could no longer see themselves as human beings. And in their disagreement, they started clawing each other apart and hating each other and accusing each other. And then they would break apart. I would see miracles happen. People that I never thought could become healthy and well would become healthy. People who were depressed would become joyful. But I also saw people who were good and kind become distracted and mean and deceitful. And I saw people who were good people becoming addicted to substances that killed them. And I began to wonder if there was more to this world than what meets the eye. So John in the book of Revelation has this dream and in the dream we're in heaven. And the dragon or Satan or the accuser or the deceiver, there are a lot of names for this evil one, is fighting Michael, the archangel. Now let me make this very clear to you. The battle in scripture is never God versus the devil. God and the devil are not equals. That would be no kind of a battle. It would be a wipeout from the beginning. No, the devil is an angel, an archangel, who turns to evil. And the devil is battling his equal, another archangel, Michael. And there is war that breaks out in heaven. And there are angels of light and angels of darkness or demons. And they go to war. And the archangel Michael casts the dragon down. In the book of Revelation, it says it six times, just in case you get the point. The devil is thrown down. He is thrown down. He is thrown down. He is thrown down. He is thrown down. You get it? Did I do six? He is thrown down. The ancient Greek is a little bit like the word, the bouncer that we have today in a bar. Archangel Michael is the bouncer and he kicks the devil out. There's no room for him in heaven. No evil in heaven. But when the dragon falls, where does he fall? 
he lands here. And it is here on this earth that the battle continues. And in the book of Revelation, the earth and nature fight on the side of the light. In fact, the earth and the oceans swallow the vomit of the evil one. Doesn't that sound a lot like pollution or plastic? Now I want you to know that it is very clear in this vision or dream that the devil is throwing a fit. Turn in your bulletins to the very last verse of the book of Revelation that we have today. The devil is throwing a temper tantrum because why? It's that very last phrase. Somebody read it to me. His time is short. He's throwing a fit because he knows his time is short. But the forces of darkness are marching across this planet right now. And I've come to believe it. And we are called to fight in this battle as well. But the word fight is not the best word for me. Because when I think of fighting, I think of either punching people or shooting people. I think of acts of violence. The angels fight with different weapons. And you can use these weapons too. Let me give you some examples of the weapons of light. Patience. Generosity. Kindness. Compassion. Forgiveness. The darkness would like us to think of these things as passive, hallmark card, sentimental. They're powerful weapons against the darkness. And you can wield them. Angels do not fight with deceit. They do not fight with rage. They do not fight with violence. They fight with love. They fight by edifying others, by giving of yourself. And these are powerful weapons against the darkness. They fight by prayer. When you pray, you fight on the side of the angels. And it makes a difference. I promise you that. Don't you ever think that these things are passive or weak or just for little old folks that sit in their homes? Don't you for a minute think that that little old lady in her home alone isn't a powerful warrior of the light? if she prays for you. Have any of you seen this new TV show on Apple TV called Ted Lasso? If you've seen it, raise your hand. Okay, a few of you, but not enough. 
Boy, I didn't like it at first. You've got to stick with it. It looks kind of weird when you first watch it. It is a show about a man who fights for the light, and he does it with kindness, with humor. He does it with friendship, with laughter, with forgiveness, and he's powerful. He is powerful. Remember who we're fighting here. We are not fighting each other. We are not Democrats fighting Republicans or Republicans fighting Democrats. We are not fighting our great aunt who annoyed us 10 years ago and we refused to speak to her. We are not fighting each other. We are fighting powers and principalities and our weapons are the practices of the faith. When you get up on Sunday morning, the tempter is going to try to get you not to come to church, and he will pull out every stop. I know the tempter well because one way he comes to me is when I'm driving and my cell phone dings, and he says, pick it up, it's urgent, you've got to answer it right now, and even though you're driving. You know, I've taken up gardening in the pandemic, and the weeds, they look, they look the same. You get to know your garden, the same weeds come up every year, so you pull them and throw them away, you pull them and throw them away. Get to know the weeds in your mind, the way that the darkness tempts you, so you can pull it out and throw it away. It will be repetitive. Maybe the tempter likes for you to drink too much or lose your temper or judge other people. Only you know what your weeds look like, but get to know them and understand this. John of Patmos had a dream, and dreams can be powerful. Martin Luther King had a dream, and thank God it's beginning to come true. And God has dreams that will come true. I know it's hard right now, but in all of Scripture, the story is the same. The battle has already been won. The tempter is just throwing a fit because he knows the end of his reign is near. So get out that armor of the light, my friends, and never underestimate the power you have in this world to bring about the kingdom of God. Amen.